0: Hey everyone, this is Bob Leahy at Life Church in Chico, California. Welcome to the Midweek Pastors Podcast. This is a way for us to go beyond the sermon through conversation, questions and answers, deep dives into topics and interviews. Whether it be in your car, at the gym, or hiking in Upper Park, we hope that this podcast really encourages and equips you wherever you're at. Life Church family, this is Pastor Bob here with Pastor Jeff.
1: Yo, what's going on?
0: For another episode of the Life Church Pastors Podcast here in Chico, California. Um, we're so excited today. We are going to be kind of talking about spiritual disciplines and um, just how how God leads us in that and how that connects to serving, how that connects to to just other things in our walk and our day to day and connects to the church and what we do as a church and our responsibilities as the church and and how, um, you know, being spiritually disciplined in certain areas we might be really strong in in other areas we might be really weak in and it might we might need to work a little more on that. Um, so I don't know, we, Jeff, we've had a couple of really awesome events here at church. We, we, the men just got back from men's camp mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago. We had a women's event, over a hundred women showed yep. up and stuff. And it's so easy for us to go have these mountaintop experiences and just leave it at that. Yes. So how can <laughs> those mountaintop experiences and spiritual disciplines and coming back how do, we, how do we feed that into the practicality of, of what we do as a church and putting those mountaintop experiences into practice?
1: Yep, I love that. That's a great question. Good morning, everybody. Hello, everybody, wherever you are. Maybe it's nighttime. Who knows? Maybe you're doing the dishes or mowing the lawn. I don't know. But uh, I love that question because it makes me think of a couple things. The mountaintop experience I've talked about quite a bit, actually, over the last couple of months just thinking about the experience where peter had the uh well jesus's transfiguration on the mount mountain with um the others and and how peter was like let's build a a, a place for you and and moses and elijah and let's just stay up here forever because it was so great you know and yeah. and the the lord said no we're going back down to the people we're going back down to where um, the hurting and the needy are, and the ones who need my my loving touch, you know, and mm-hmm. and salvation and all the things. And so, um, we, I love the mountaintop experiences. We literally had one in you know <laughs> up in the mountains of Sonora. You know, it was such a rich time with all of our guys, um, the the guys who came. That is, so gentlemen, let me just tell you, next year you cannot say no to this. We gotta like bring bring all the guys because it will be a really impacting thing for you, um, and and our body. And then the ladies, of course, had their women's gathering, which was just such a, a rich time for them. And so, so then what? I think the question for me is always like, okay, well now what? Well, um, I got to preach on Sunday morning at men's camp, and my whole thought was, well, you guys have kind of done all the things—like you've worshipped, you've prayed, you've had times of repentance. You've—it ha- was a rich time, you know. I feel like the Lord did a lot of stuff through the hearts and minds and lives of these guys. So Sunday morning, when we were about to leave, I'm like, I think the Lord just wants to put in, put you as an arrow in His bow and just mm. shoot you out, you know, and and it it makes me think you all have mission, like, yeah. we all have a mission, and it's all you know, the you could just start with a Great Commission, um, to go into the whole world and to baptize people in the name of Jesus, um, and so and make disciples, but what does that look like for the everyday person? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it goes back to those disciplines. Well, okay, well now I'm home and I'm going to start. I'm going to I'm going to let go of the things that were holding me back or distracting me. I'm going to grab hold of the things that the Lord's asking me to. I'm going to honor him in that way and I'm going to do those thing those very things. You talked about gifting a little bit and that and just kind of like grabbing hold of that. Yeah. I think, you know, as pastors, hmm. I think a lot of the perception, especially, you know, back in the definitely the 60s through the 80s into the 90s was the pastor did everything. Hmm. I think in the nineties that started to change big time and maybe even the eighties, there was that sh- a shift that happened. Um, and now for us at life church, I mean, it's team oriented. It's like, yeah. we, we, we rely heavily on our entire congregation to be the, tr- the body of Christ. Cause you know, Bob and I, as great as Bob is, I, I just, <laughs> like, we just can't do it all. And the reality is even with our services, like we, we just can't, we can't do it all. But what okay. is our gift? What is our role? As pastors, and Paul makes it really clear to Timothy in Ephesians, he says the the goal of of pastors is to equip the people, um, to equip the saints, to go be the very things the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the teachers, the shepherds, and and when we employ all of the congregation to go, that's our mission. Mm-hmm. Then it causes us to to be able to just kind of point and go, yeah, go after that. Go, I'm encouraging. That's that's right up your alley, man, go for it. Like that's, you would do far better than me anyway, you know? And if we get 20, 30, 50, a hundred people doing that, I mean, the effectiveness of that in the kingdom of God here on earth is just so profound. And so I think it's just, I'm always on like, okay, well now what, what is, what what do we do as a result or what's, where do we point people after the amazing women's gathering or this men's camp? And Mm -hmm. it's, go after the mission of Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Totally.
0: I love that. I, I think, uh, you know, first when I think of the mission of Jesus and giftings and stuff, it's like, man, like where are you serving um, when you come back down from, from these events and stuff? Like if you're not serving, like figure out where you want to plug in and, and do your giftings because Jeff's right. Like there's a lot of stuff that like we do, right? And there's things that I do that like – I can do them. I have tenacity and I can get them done, Um, Mm -hmm. but it's not my gifting to Mm -hmm. do them. And so they're kind of on maintenance mode when there is other people who have the gifting that would give them energy, that would just really fuel them and ignite them, and they could take that ministry tenfold over what what I'm doing with it.
1: You might actually consider the thought of I'm actually robbing them of a blessing because when they actually put their hands to it and they go, whoa, I'm actually, I love this. And I feel like I'm actually good at it. Yeah. Instead of me going, yeah, I mean, I could do it. It's fine. I'll, I'll, we'll do what we need to do. Mm-hmm. But to have somebody fulfilled in something like that, it's just, it's a fun thing to see and to yeah. be part of.
0: And to be humble enough to be like, wow, they're doing it great, and cheering them on, and like, mm-hmm. go, 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 you, like,
1: yeah. And <laughs> and even you know, we talked. You you brought up serving at church. I'm like, to me, I, of course, I'm very biased to this, but that's that's like, mm-hmm. that's like bare minimum. Yeah, that's good. Well, actually, I would say this, be an, be a regular attender. Mm-hmm. And that's like four out of four weekends in my mind. Like, why would you not come to church if you can? Of course, you're going to do vacation and you're going to get sick and all that stuff. But right. be part of the church. Be part of the community and watch and see what God does over a year of that faithfulness. You might not have one like massive, huge, transforma- transformative like event, Mm-hmm. But over a year, you'll look back and you go, "Whoa, I've actually my heart and my mind have been transformed." And it's just the slow uh, ebbing away of the old. I think of what, like the callousness of heart, all those mm-hmm. things that the Lord sheds away without you even realizing it over, yeah. over the course of a of an involved year. Mm. You know, so be a regular four weekend of a month attender, you know, and then be a member being like, I'm not just, a am not just attending. I'm actually calling this my church family. And in the family, we all participate. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know about your family. You've got (laughs) little kids, so they can't be as involved. Right. But our kids are pretty involved. Like it's not, it's not just Carissa and I, it's, it's it's our kids. We're doing this together. So yeah. um, They take care of the dogs. They do all the trashes. (laughs) Like, those are the things that they do, you know, that they're very involved. Mm -hmm. So, um, just encouraging everybody just,
0: and in the family model model, there's different roles, like Mm -hmm. different things that people can do. And like, and it's not going to be doing your finances, right? Like, so (laughs) (laughs) exactly. So like we all take on different roles and giftings and where we're at in life and our seasons as well. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I think too, there's, there is a thing where it does take time as well to really get connected. I think, We live in a culture where we're so wanting that instant gratification and stuff. And it does take time and effort and energy. I know for me, like speaking of disciplines and stuff, like I could excel in some and I'm really bad at some other ones. And, um, you know, I I go up to a camp. I have this camp experience and I come back and I have the list of things I'm going to change. Mm hmm. And it maybe works for a few days, or then you
1: get sick kids and (laughs) tired family. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) I come back and yeah, I have a a friend who's in crisis that I have to meet with immediately, and then my kid puking, and then okay, the next day, oh my other kid's puking, and it's like, man, how am I supposed to implement this spiritual discipline of like getting up before everybody else and getting in the word when I'm so depleted? Um, and that's just, that just happens. That's, that's life. life, Right. Mm -hmm. Um, of course, when when you come back and you're looking for momentum, the enemy is going to punch you in the face and try to get you right back to where you were. So
1: there's a really good book called, uh, the tyranny of the urgent. And the premise is basically like, we allow the urgent to take, to, to take priority over everything else. Mm. And it usually is based off of other people, like their other people's needs instead of um actually being disciplined to do what's the highest priority yeah and and saying hey i know that's an emergency for you or feels like it but i i actually need to chunk this time out on a regular so that my cup can be filled so mm-hmm. that i can pour out yeah and then it just gives me that opportunity to go back to jesus to get filled up so that i can pour out totally yeah so i think i think just going back to your point of the um hmm. oh shoot i just forgot my I train of thought, mountaintop yeah. experiences and stuff.
0: I mean, obviously, my kid's puking. I'm not going to be like, sorry, s- guys. Sorry, I'm go uh, read the I word. know you're in crisis. I'm really digging through songs yeah. right now. Hey, Lana, you got that <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> well, obviously,
1: that's that's one thing. Um, but. Yeah, but just trying to take take ownership of my walk with Lord. There you you know? know, nobody, nobody's, nobody can do that for you. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm quite an exhorter, encourager, like go do the thing that you need to do. Butt kicker. But, (laughs) but I just, you know, like I'm not going to go, I'm not going to go home with anybody except my wife, you know, and, and my kids. And so it's really up to us to, um, really evaluate and think through what do I need to do with the Lord in my own life so that I can be a blessing and an encouragement to others. Mm -hmm. And that's part of the mission. That's part of what we're doing. Um, And I think the just to kind of take it one more step, it's having vision for yourself. Yeah, totally. Having some real like, okay, I'm not. I don't. I don't want to just work a job, Mm -hmm. and then what? Then you retire, and then and then what? Like, is that the point of life? That sounds horrible to me. Yeah, and I don't think that's godly. Mm. Now we need a job to pay finance. You know, to take care of our families, and that's there's some righteousness in that. I want to be fulfilled in that time and space, so I'm going to use that job as a vehicle to to complete the mission that Christ has called me to. Yeah. So it's really having this vision for yourself individually saying, you know what? I might hate my job. In fact, I really don't like it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, one, I'm going to be looking for something that is going to fulfill me, but in the meantime, I'm going to give this all my heart, soul, mind, strength and say, Jesus, have your way and whatever you want to do. Yeah. That's start good. praying about your you know peers and coworkers and em- bosses and employees or whatever and, and watch and see what it might actually end up changing your viewpoint of, oh, dang, this is actually exactly what you want mm-hmm. me to do right now, Lord. So yeah. going from that mountaintop experience, taking ownership and gaining some vision probably is my kind of thought process. Totally. After I love,
0: <laughs> love how you said like owning it, it's up to you. Like mm-hmm. you're going to go home at the end of the day and do it. And yeah. I see, I hear so many times people when they're like, church shopping or they're not in a church, they go to a church, but they're not in and they just kind of leave. And it's, it's usually like, Oh, the pastor's sermons weren't feeding me or, Oh, oh the worship wasn't good. And, and like, those I think, were
1: big air quotes that pastor Bob just said. Yeah. Good. <laughs> the worship wasn't
0: good. And I'm like, Oh, you mean the musical performances were not good, mm-hmm. but worship is good regardless. Yeah, of. Anyways, really I don't want to get on a soapbox here, but, uh, that's where it's like, is it is it the past? I mean, yes, it's the pastor's job to teach and equip and stuff like that, but to feed you? Nope. And that's where when you look for a church, my encouragement is you need to look for a community where you can give at.
1: So can I say something a little abrasive?
0: You got one minute.
1: I got one minute. <laughs> for those who might say that, the the response that I have is, I didn't know you were a toddler. mm you said that to somebody? You're a grown person, (laughs) man or woman of God. I don't need to spoon feed you. Yeah. So I'm going to share the message that God's put on my heart and every other pastor hopefully is doing that as well. Mm -hmm. And that's just for a moment in the day. That's just like cherry on the top, in my opinion, you know, and it's casting vision for the church. It's, it's a prophetic move of God within the body of Christ, wherever, whatever church you might find yourself at. So, that I've never said that to anybody, but mm-hmm. it's often on my my thought process because it's like, well, you're obviously not doing any of your own hard work. And that's where I'll say yeah. often, you need to dig your own well. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll come beside you and help you dig, but I can only do that so long because I have to dig my own well too. And so that's part of that discipleship process. Hey, come come dig with me in my well, watch and see what I do, but then also I'll come help you out for a little bit. But this is how you do it. This is how you grow. This is what you do. Yeah. And so... Um, yeah, it's a, it's
0: really kind of a, when, when you hear that, I think of it more of as like a consumer Mm -hmm. and church is not, you don't walk into a church being a consumer that when you walk into a church, you should be looking to be a contributor.
1: Yeah. And to be honest, I think we, when we're thinking about consumeristic model or thought process, we're, we're like completely negating the power of God. Mm -hmm. We're not coming to show, like we're not coming for an encounter. Yeah. We're coming for some emotional fix, and that's not what that's not what church is. Mm-hmm. Church is a move of God, and it might be a, a slow moving river that you get in, and you realize you don't you don't think you're moving until you get out, and you go, oh, whoa, I've gone a long way. But sometimes, man, you come to church, and it's like a powerful like <laughs> white five whitewater you know rating or whatever, and it's like, whoa, that was crazy what God's doing. Yeah, but that's probably the abnormal, you know, and yeah. that, that's okay.
0: Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I think as we close up, I think it's important when, I don't know why we're here talking about when you're looking for a church, but that's where we get in our podcast. Come to but, life, church. Yeah, when you're looking for a church, it's I think it's important to, to think through where is God calling me? That's the question to ask. Where's the community I can plug into? And where's the place that I can contribute versus
1: what do I get out of this? Where's
0: the pastor whose sermons are feeding me the most that I'm feeling is where's the worship that's like at 110 decibel level and we're pumping and we're having a great time. Like really just connect with the Lord and and ask him like, what's the community I need to be in and where do I need to plug in? And like, Once you find that, it's so easy to serve. The spiritual disciplines start to come a little better when you find those things. But if you're looking for that consumer feeding and stuff, your spiritual disciplines are going to lack because you're not having to do it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I just read an Acts. Jesus said it himself. You know, he's quoted. It's better to give than it is to receive. Mm. So come to church with a giving attitude and watch how much you get. For sure. So Cool.
0: Well, thanks for listening today, and uh, we will catch you guys next time. If you have anything that you have questions on or a podcast that you think would be a cool topic to throw around, you can email us at info at org, and we would love to hear from you. So awesome. Catch you guys next time. Peace out. All right. Bye. Thank you for giving us a listen to this week. If there's anything that you'd like to hear on this podcast in the future, if you have questions, or if you'd like to hear us interview someone, please send us an email at info at Have a blessed week.